This is a musician's life. I'm Tracy Tannenbaum with Duncan Sheik. It was very hard for me to be in that position of like a top 40 artist and not feeling any kinship with the other people who I was sitting next to on the radio. As a teenager in boarding school, Duncan Sheik spent hours playing with his analog synthesizer. He soaked up the sounds of British art bands. So he was ill-prepared for the commercial success of his 1996 single, Barely Breathing. I am barely breathing. Sheik was branded as a pop artist, a label that just didn't fit. And while his star never rose in the conventional sense, Sheik has done well on his own terms, churning out a string of thoughtful albums. In 2007, he collected two Tony Awards for his work on the hit Broadway musical, Spring Awakening. Of course, Duncan Sheik is a veteran now, a far cry from the artist who got his first record deal at 23. I had no experience as somebody who sang music in front of other people. It was as if I thought I could make these recordings in my bedroom or in a studio or wherever, and the record label would put them out and promote them, and somehow magically people would go buy them without me having to do anything. It was definitely a uh, rude awakening when they were like, okay, well, you have to start playing shows now. Play guitar for perfect strangers Write some words they try to sell And then you sing these things in public Sometimes not very well I was just very self-conscious. Here I am saying was. I mean, I think I still am. I won't say it's a demon, but it's a part of myself that I, I suppose I wish was different. Whether I'm writing music for theater or for albums, those processes are very similar. And the process of kind of writing and recording music, I think that's what I really love the most. And I have to say, watching a play in which other people are performing my music is more fun than having to go play a show myself. The first time I sat down and was able to watch the entirety of Spring Awakening off-Broadway at the Atlantic Theater, it was probably the most satisfying creative experience of my life. When did you discover Buddhism? I was taking kind of Eastern religion classes. It was my freshman year in college, and then the summer between my freshman and sophomore year, I started chanting. I had a relative of mine who had been practicing Buddhism for a while. And that was definitely profound in that I think, obviously, you use your voice when you chant. And as somebody who was so unready to use my voice as a singer in front of other people, I think chanting really helped me to become a much better singer. When you're chanting, it's just, it's monotone. It's just kind of one note. But I think if you learn to sing one note really well, like that's the first step. But if you can't sing one note well, then you probably shouldn't bother. (laughs) And uh, I'm quite sure, and it's intentional that there's a lot of Buddhism implicit in the lyrics. And I, I try never to make it too explicit. All this to say, there are songs like Nothing Fades that are dealing in some way with a specific Buddhist idea, but hopefully it's abstracted enough that it's not going to get in the way <laughs> of enjoying the music. Not square, not round, 
silence in the sound No one acts, no one is made Nothing glows, nothing fades I remember being in an airport with my headphones on and walking down towards my gate and you're listening to a song that's really fantastic and all of a sudden you're kind of filled with compassion for everybody that you're walking by in the airport. And so I think that's the experience I want other people to have when they're listening to music that I've recorded or that I'm performing. You know, just you want to be able to kind of lift their spirit in some way and create some joy, I guess. Duncan Sheik. His latest studio album is called White Limousine. For 88.5 XPN, I'm Tracy Tannenbaum.